following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! This is Talkin' Cowboys. Streaming live from the Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. First down. Hand off, Elliott plowing to the goal line. Barry sacked by Lord. Prescott keeps it, and he bangs it into the touchdown. Here are Mickey Spagnola, Brian Broaddus, Rob Phillips, and Bill Jones. And Mickey, once again, the only one kind enough to wave at the masses out there. Yeah, but we also heard what you said. Me and the fans, we like this. (laughs) Hey, it's just nice to be here when the show starts. Yeah, finally. Not not just the fans, he appeals to the younger audience. (laughs) That is true. (laughs) Happy birthday, by the way. Thank you. Young man. Whose birthday is it? Mickey Spagnola. Whoa, yes. really? Yes. Happy birthday to you, sir. Two Happy weeks birthday. before Christmas. I was a great Christmas present for my parents. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Two weeks before to the day. Yeah. I like Thank that. Thank you, Kent. Yeah. Did we you think. get anything on Christmas Day? Oh, yeah. I didn't get sure. Oh, I had doubled up. You too. I, I have the same problem. I'm tomorrow. Are you really? Yeah. Wow. So, yeah, St. Mickey and I used to, uh, oh, that's your Christmas birthday deal. You know what? They didn't Listen do to that. Listen cheapskate. <laughs> and my sister was January 12th. So she was two weeks after. Oh, geez. Wow. Uh, yeah, you got your Christmas presents. You don't yeah. need any yeah, birthday stuff. No, <laughs> well, break out birthday, some Jack Mickey. Black stuff or, you know. Yeah. That's right. Or faves. No, Playmaker. Playmaker faves. We've moved up to Playmaker. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Michael Irvin has a part of that now. Playmaker. Yeah, yeah. Playmaker. Mm, yeah. All right. Mm. Bad joke. <laughs> Well, here we are on a Tuesday after an Eagles win as we look ahead to the Indianapolis Colts and perhaps a division-clinching game in Indianapolis. I got I, Right off the top, I need to give a shout-out to my daughter, Jordan, who is a regular listener. As Thank we you, wrap Jordan. up a fantasy football playoff weekend, she defeated my oldest sister, Annabelle, <laughs> 137 to 136. Oh, jeez. 137 to 136. Did it come down to last night? Something happened last night? No, but. The Viking interception? Well, she did have Russell Wilson at quarterback. Yeah. He got eight points, so I guess technically it did come down to last night. Yeah. And maybe his run put her over the top. But anyway, but how this relates to talking Cowboys, she has in her starting lineup one Ezekiel Elliott, who got her 30 points. There you go. And one Amari Cooper oh with 49 points. Was that? Did she draft him at Oakland, or did she draft? What kind of him league is that? She must have drafted him because he would not have been available during the season. I don't though. know how you get Amari Cooper. No, and not she. Does maybe she not. traded next year's one in the fantasy draft. Yeah, maybe Amari. so. Good that, for maybe her. That's exactly what she did. So anyway, congratulations, Jordan. Yeah. She's a winner, one thirty-seven to one thirty-six, and yeah. that's our fantasy football talk. Yeah. Enjoy that, Mickey. Playoffs. Yeah, playoffs. Already? Before the season ends? Yeah, you have to do that playoffs. in fantasy football. Why is that? Because, you, well, in fact, you got to do it before the last week of the regular season because there's they don't a lot play of, anybody. They don't play anybody, a lot of teams. Oh, that's smart. And so this was the first round of the playoffs, and then the semifinals are this week, and the championship games are the week, week 16 in the league. Right. There you go. Okay. Right. So there you go. So. Anybody listen to Jerry this morning on his radio gig on the fan? We did. Any breaking yeah. news? Yeah. He wants to give RJ a ride on the helicopter and put him on the wing. <laughs> put him on the wing? Is that what he or, said? Or what's the, There's a, the wing? What's a the wing thing or... in the back? The, 
the tail. The tail. The rudder. Yeah. <laughs> Told him he can put on some earmuffs and a little coat, and they'd put him back back there on the on the tail of the helicopter. Yeah. Mm. So RJ's still trying to get a ride on that helicopter, yeah. right? Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. two weeks in a row they've asked. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that's the breaking news. That's pretty much it. He, uh, you know, he basically mimicked uh, Jason's uh, injury reports. Nothing new there. Got accused of coming over to Jason's side on how to give injury reports now. Uh, day to day. He was too vague. Limited. Yeah. According to the fan. Um, said that there was no discussions with uh, Jason Witten. Mm-hmm. He did better than just say no. Yeah. I like no better. Yeah, that was good. Mm-hmm. You don't have to say anything else. Yep. Um, say about Dak. He said Dak is as focused and prepared a quarterback as they've had around here. Asked about, you know, struggles early in the game and then fighting his way out of it. It speaks to his preparation. What is his love for Dak Prescott? If you had to point out, if you just said, say, what is the one trait or characteristic you think he loves the most about Dak Prescott? I think number one, he thinks he's a winner. And number two, he likes his leadership skills. And that other guys follow him. Yeah. And the third, I would say, is work ethic. They've they've seen him really improve year to year, game to game. He really goes about it. Is his love different with Dak than it was for Tony Romo? In what way? Just overall. Yes. Yes. And I think I would throw mental toughness in there, too, yeah. as far as what he likes about Dak. Oh, uh, I think it's different in that uh, Romo gave um, some entertainment value to the product as well. Yeah. More entertainment value. Even off the field. Yeah, even that kind of stuff too. Yeah. Yeah. Even going back to Jessica Simpson. What I was going to say, not every quarterback (laughs) can bring in Jessica Simpson, right? Yeah. A lot of intangibles that we just talked about. Um, I think the other thing Jerry loves about him is that unfortunate circumstances, Tony gets hurt. Dak steps in as a rookie. He has an inordinate amount of experience for a third-year player. Uh, uh, Garrett talked about that, the number of games he's played. They've invested a lot in him already, and I think they just feel like he's just going to get better with more time on task. I mean, they look at him and say he's a 25-year-old quarterback who has made how many starts in the league already? Yeah. And we're seeing progress, especially when you get elite players around him. How do you think he evaluated him before he had a – Amari Cooper here. Well, it's pretty simple because that's why Amari Cooper is here. Yeah. But do you think he feels differently now that he has Amari Cooper here with him? Or or was that something that did he know all along that I had to help this guy? I think he knew all along he needed to help the guy. See, the thing that idea about the committee wasn't working. No. And that's where I think you go back. and And I don't mean to talk about Tony Romo talk. I think they were late in Tony's career trying to help him. I think they were. I don't. I, I think they were late in trying to do the same. The willingness that they're doing now, the running game, well, as you the said, offensive line. They well, drafted uh, Zeke for him. Absolutely. Well, they had a pretty good team though when Romo took over. Yeah. So, if, but then they. Okay. But 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 I think people would argue here that did they do enough? A pretty good, you see a pretty good team. I mean, they went thirteen and three his first year, full year as a starter. They should have gone to the playoffs three years in a row if he hadn't got hurt in two thousand eight. 
Yeah, but the most complete offensive team they had, you could argue, was 2014, his last full healthy year, because because of the quality of the O-line, the young O-line, and the way Murray ran the ball. 2007 was pretty good. It was pretty good, but they didn't have a runner and running production quite like. Are you talking about with Marion Barber and those guys? Yeah, that I mean, kinda, it was, it was that, that was a running back by committee, wasn't it, a little bit? It was a committee, and it was a very good offensive line. It was a different offensive line, yeah. a bigger, uh, more powerful offensive line. Yeah. The thing, the thing that fell apart in 2011, 2012, and 2013 is they didn't have a good offensive line. They had to rebuild yeah. the offensive line. Think about line. some and of they, those people yeah. that were starting. They yeah. Starting. And that's starting with the draft of Tyron Smith. I mean, right. that is what they had to do. Right. It was out with the old and in with the new. Right. And it was going to take time in order to get that offensive line built because you just don't have enough assets, you know, to – um, bring it, you know, you only have one first round yeah. pick a year. Sometimes you trade a second round. So pick you think he up. feels differently about Prescott than he does Romo, right? Uh, I think that he's. I got, mean, are we, are, we, are we hearing some of the same talk? Or is this very familiar to all of us? Or is this something that is different? I, I don't know. I don't know how different it is. I, I think. I think Dak's starting to experience what Tony experienced, and that's a lot of criticism. And I think Jerry is trying to defend him from that. Jerry has or deflect it. Jerry, Jerry has come to Dak's offense, defense multiple times this season, not unlike the way he did for Tony. And, and a lot of it had to do with a, the supporting cast around him. And there's no question, to Mickey's point, Amari Cooper has made such a huge difference in this thing. Um, made a difference for Scott Linehan, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he got smarter. I mean, just look at – and it's not perfect. Look, he's Dak missed throws, you know, the other night. But over this five-game win streak, he's completing 75.1% of his passes. And they're not all dink and dunk. The leader in the league right now is Drew Brees at 75.7 over a full season. I mean, it's – it's, it's, uh, Oh, you're it's about a, to play a dink and dunk quarterback. Get ready for this one. Get ready this, for that. Get he, ready for this this week, yeah. He's ranked ninth in quarterback percentage. Ninth. And this is the quarterback that can't complete. He can't throw straight. You know what? They're, the quarterback last night for Seattle. There's a lot of comparisons you can make between Dak Prescott and Russell Wilson, and, and the way Russell Wilson was when he first came into the league, and then the, and how he has evolved in the league too. Because when he, you know, he was they were very careful in what they had Russell Wilson do early on, and there was a certain point where Russell Wilson just took over and he started throwing the ball downfield yeah. and they gave him, they took the leash off him. Mm -hmm. We're seeing a little bit of that right now. I think with Dak, I mean, with the 455 yard, he's, he's, and now he's going to have some turnovers yeah. involved in there too. And I was just looking at Russell Wilson in his second and third year in the league in 2013 and 2014, he had I'm right, yeah, 12 fumbles, in 2013, his second year in the league, and 13 fumbles in his third year in the league. He reduced that down to seven and eight the next couple of years, had 14 fumbles last year. And we're talking a lot well, he about gets a hit a ton ball too. security. Yeah, yeah. You know? yeah, he did get hit a ton. Right. And he was running, you know, he ran more than what Dak is running, but they're, obviously Dak has that threat of running. Uh, but now what's interesting, what they're doing in Seattle, because they don't have the personnel, is they are committed to running the football on offense. I mean, at one point last night, they were 2-1 to one run to pass in yeah. last night's game against yeah. Minnesota. I think Dallas wanted to do that before they picked up this Amari Cooper. 
Right. And that's, that, wasn't that their first. game plan? Yeah. Sure. Run run and defense. How many times yes. did Wilson run last night? That was uh, quite a bit. He was running around a lot. I'm, or at least before half. I, yeah. I was asleep at halftime. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was kind of – I kind of dozed out there. Oh, so those – so a, a 6 nothing game in the fourth quarter doesn't hold your attention like a 54-51 to 51 game on a Monday night? Uh, no. Mr. Defense? I love yeah. defense. No, I, I was all for that. I'm okay with defense. I'm okay. I am too. Offense wins championships. Let me ask you this. Do you think fans are more more nervous about Dak getting extended or getting extended? Not getting extended or getting extended? Well, he's going to get extended. You think so? They're, they're going to tie. They're going to tie their future. It to doesn't him. have to be next year. No, I'm not saying next year. Extended. I'm just saying. I'm just saying overall. Yes. 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 Everybody, I mean, do you think fans are okay with that? I, I don't care. Uh, it's hard. It's, it's, <laughs> no, I'm, no, we're back to that. Again. No, no, no. Nick, I, I'm, yes, I'm asking this. I'm, I'm asking this in a way. Okay, I'm asking this. Okay, do we care? Do we care, Mickey? You care? No, I think he should be extended. Rob, I think no. I mean, I think the way it's proving out that if you put an elite receiver with him, he can be a top quarterback, and that's what he's been these last five games. So, on its current track, I think it makes sense. Now, I now, I mean, he's going to have he could have what forty five games, forty something over forty five games. Well, I mean, how many games does he he's could have something like that? Yeah, yeah. And, and if you think about the number of games he's played. Yeah, sounds wins. like you don't think so. Me? Yeah. No, I'm okay. I'm okay with that because I, I agree with you. I was just curious about I, I just think there's a lot of people. I'm just trying to get an idea what the general manager's thinking. Is the general manager overselling this? Overselling? Overselling Dak, his love for Dak. See, that's what I, I'm trying to – because I, I think as a former personnel guy myself, I'm okay with Dak. Yeah. I'm okay. I look, Give me a guy with toughness. Give me a guy with heart. Give leadership. Me a guy, give me a guy with yeah. leadership. Yep. You know? I played. I, I mean, I got a Super Bowl ring with a guy that wasn't a perfect quarterback, you know. At Brett Favre, and I again, I'm not trying to compare him to Brett, but I'm talking about a guy who's not a perfect quarterback. Guy had you know arm talent, yeah. run around, make mistakes. I was with a guy like that. Yeah, you know. But he but was I, a gamer. I, guys yeah. followed him. Yeah, yeah. But did, was it a concern to you though that without help that he wasn't? I mean, should we have without help that he well, wasn't an elite type of a quarterback? And I'm the word elite. I'm sorry to use, but I'm just trying to think of a guy that can raise the play of everybody else. Well, there were other factors involved in that first half of the season where they struggled. I mean, offensively, he didn't play particularly well, but, you know, pass protection wasn't great. Ah, they no couldn't kidding. get Zeke going as yeah. much. They fell behind in games. Um, and, and we talked about it. When they made the trade for Cooper, a lot of this trade was to evaluate Dak and, and say, okay, what – how does this thing function when he's got yeah. uh, an elite guy on the outside? You know, we know what Cole can do, kind of working underneath and stuff, but another guy on the outside. And it's, I mean, you're seeing an offense that can really produce. Now, it wasn't, wasn't perfect the first half of the game the other night. No. Um, but he ended up completing 77.7% of his passes. Yep. And he finished with a 104 quarterback rating. At three turnovers, though, too. But he had a 104 quarterback rating. And he won. He was seventeen to twenty in the fourth, in the fourth, fourth and fourth overtime. Quarter, yeah. uh, for I, I'm I'm okay with this quarterback. I'm just wondering. There's a segment of fan on fans on Twitter that and, we hear that, that we, they don't. No, but know. they don't care because you know what? They just want to be right, and they're wrong. Yeah. What was Russell so Wilson they, last night? His quarterback rating. Oh, I bet it was about eighty. <laughs> Seventy-seven. 
Am I reading this right? 37 points. Don't get out. Seriously. He was 10 out of 20 for 72 yards, one interception, no touchdowns. Mm. He did have seven carries for 61 yards. But the thing on Russell Wilson, tell me if Jerry would like this. Now, okay, over the three years. They did win. They won. They won. Over the three years Dak has been in the league, they went 13 and 3. Nine and seven and eight and five. This is this is a okay. this, yeah. It's a bottom line. Russell, is winning the game. Russell Wilson in 2016 was ten five and one, nine and seven last year, eight and five this year. Yeah. Now the difference is the four previous years for Russell Wilson, eleven and five, thirteen and three, twelve and four, ten and six. Super Bowl win there too. And a Super Bowl win and a Super yeah. Bowl well, loss in there. And before yeah, he got, yeah. That's before he got paid. Yeah, yeah that's right. Well, so there you go and. If you put those, what is it, uh, seven seasons together, mm-hmm. I think Jerry would sign off on that. Yeah, with a with a Super Bowl win and a Super Bowl loss mixed in. Now that's the key. Yeah. And what sure. can he do once this team makes it to the playoffs? And what would what would uh, Jerry's love for Dak be if he is able to do what Tony Romo was not able to do, and that is win in the playoffs? Would it yeah. surpass his love for Tony Romo? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. I mean, there's just great love for Tony Romo there. Sure. You know, there is. I just go back to and, – and Russell Wilson was a starter as a rookie, right? Right. When the Super Bowl was a rookie. As a, was he? No, I think second year. Was it second year? It was his second year. Okay. But, um, yeah, and they had a great defense. Beat right. Denver. Yeah. Did. I, I just go back, to, again, to the time on task and, and what the amount of playing time Dak has already gotten. And if you compare that to Tony, Tony had to wait three and a half years to get his shot. I think in probably in Jerry's mind, he thinks about, okay, well, if you give Dak another three and a half years in this offense, learning things, getting more familiarity with defenses, who knows how good he can be three and a half years from now. I think that's what Jerry's probably projecting in his mind. All right, so now look at this Cowboys team. Yeah. How's this defense compare with what the Seattle, Seattle was putting out there when they were going to the Super Bowl? And then they had secondary mode at running back. Yeah, secondary was really good. It's mm-hmm. great. I, mean, I think you have to give this Cowboys secondary. I'm not saying that they're the Legion of Boom secondary, but you got to give this Cowboys secondary. You know, there was a lot of questions about this secondary. I think it was a mailbag question today we had. Yep. You know, give Chris Richard a lot of credit for coming in and and helping kind of organize some things back there. And our, our the fan asked us, the reader asked us. Weak link. And I don't know if we called him a weak link, but there yeah. were questions. Yeah. Xavier Woods is a starting safety first sure. year. Byron's transition. Absolutely. I and mean, you got to think back to August, late Jeff July. Heath. We didn't know. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. Jeff Heath. How was, how was Anthony Brown going to play after losing his starting job? You know? Yep. A lot of questions there. So, back to my Russell Wilson comparison. There have been several seasons where Russell Wilson, okay, he was – 26 touchdowns, 10 picks his first year, 26 and 9 his second year, 20 and 7 his third year. Now, this is where his fourth year, 34 touchdowns, 8 interceptions. He went back to 21 and 11 the next year. And then last year, he's 34 touchdowns, 11 interceptions. Is Dak Prescott capable of 34 touchdowns and 8 interceptions? Oh, he's capable of the 8. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What, yeah, what do you have his rookie year? He had three interceptions and yeah. 27 yeah. touchdowns. Yeah. yeah. See, I think to me, think about the number of touchdowns he could have had that they've missed. That was our other mailback question. Yeah. yeah. Think, think about the number, the, the overthrows that they've had or route running, whatever you want to say right there. I mean, you know, we, we talk about 
we talk about these, 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 you know, the misses and stuff like that. I mean, he could have his numbers could be much better. How many touchdowns do you think he's missed? Five. One is it been like one a game? Three games, yeah. Has I mean, it been one a game now? I mean, you could argue Gallup could have had two. Yeah, I mean, somebody time. even talked about Gallup having Calvin Ridley like numbers, mm-hmm. you know, with the number of touchdowns and stuff like that. Yeah. If they would have just completed the completed the ones that he had the opportunity to get. I, I just like I say, I'm on board with extending Dak. I'm on board. I just wanted to. I wanted to see. I just don't think there's a lot of people out there that are. You know, but from my personal standpoint, I, I'm on board with that. But I get you. But you've got to make sure that you help him. You know, I think that people are looking at this and saying, you know, if you give him twenty five, twenty six million a year, is he going to be good enough to to lead this or to be a different, be the difference maker? Yeah, but I think, but but you talk about time on task. I think you, you've 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 gone that you've made this journey now. That's kind of what I was. You've saying. got you've got yeah. all this invested in him. You've seen a positive. You know your your return of your investment does not look bad. You know it really doesn't. You just you made a deposit along the way to help him with Amari Cooper. You know, quick math. He's got forty six starts in his career. I think. Yeah. Counting playoffs. Yeah. In three years, and he's twenty five years old. It, it, that's that's a journey that you've got to, and he's won most of his games. Yeah. I think Jerry's looking at the bottom line there, you know. And you're right, he is back Dak from the very beginning, even when this thing was not going well. Oh, wait, at you all know, and early. that and then with Tony, you know, with the Tony his situation there, they went with the guy they thought could help him win games. They he turned his he basically turned away from Tony and went towards Dak. And then where are you if you don't extend Dak? Yeah, you, you start, start over. over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, what are the odds of doing that? You know, well, and, you, if, and if, finding if, a really competent starter in the NFL, it's it's not easy to do, as you well know. Being oh no, it's tough. All those it's years. tough. We with the, with the administration we had for three years, we were wandering around in the woods with no map, you know, no GPS, looking at baseball players and stuff like that. Wrong idea. It was proven that way. But, you know, I, like I said, I, I don't think you focus on Dak as far as one of the elite-type quarterbacks. I think you focus on him as being a winner and a guy, if you get him help, you can continue to win. I don't think he's ever going to be Rodgers or Brady or any of those guys, but I think he's going to be a guy that, that, you, that, that will consistently win football games as long as you get him help. He's going to grind, and he's going to give you every ounce of his potential. You know, there's not going to be any untapped – potential there every offseason he's going to try to get better and I think you've seen him get better and that's that work ethic is right Jerry mentions his work ethic every time he's asked about it every time preparation all those things so can you win a Super Bowl without a Tom Brady without a Peyton Manning without a Drew Brees or an Aaron Rodgers well you won it with Russell Foles last year Russell Wilson yeah but they (laughs) tailored the offense see that's what you have to do in this day and age Taylor, Taylor right. the offense to try and help your quarterback or help your players. And elite defenses. Brad Johnson in Tampa. Yeah. Trent Dilfer in Baltimore. Um, it, it, Brad Johnson was a good quarterback. And Dak has shown he can score points for this team. But, you know, you need – that's a rare company talking about those quarterbacks you just mentioned. I mean, it's – I feel like fans compare Dak to those types of guys, and I don't think that's fair. Well, it's, it's what you it's, do. When, it's what you do when you pay one of those quarterbacks. You pay a player a certain amount of money. Then you're always. I think we've. I think we're past the the thing, the argument that we have with Tyron Crawford making too much money. 
you know, once you once you show your ability, okay, he's worth it. Mm-hmm. He's worth what you're paying him. I think that's where fans get a little caught up. And that's where because I'm starting to see. Excuse me, Bill. Last night I'm starting to see why Minnesota give this guy so much money. Why did they Why did they pay him all this guarantee? What eighty million? Why are they guaranteeing him eighty million dollars? What has he done? Cousins, all, yeah, cousins. all guaranteed. Yeah, everything was real fine and rosy and all that. You know, when they signed him, my gosh, okay, here's this is going to be the difference maker. This would put him over the top. Put him over the top. It just shows you, though, sometimes that's not the case. It sh- it shows you, though, that this guy, now he's got some receivers. He didn't have an offensive line, though. Mm. And he's got running backs that they don't use. And he's got an offensive coordinator that was up for some jobs, but right now people are looking like him. He couldn't call any type of a game. So it just shows you how fast this uh, this all changes for you. It does. All right. We're back with more of Talking Cowboys in just a moment. If you're like me and you love, I mean, if you have a thing, then cutting the cord is scary. But then I found out I could switch to DirecTV now and still get the live sports I love. No satellite needed, no bulky hardware, no annual contract. Just get the live sports you love. Try DirecTV now for $10 a month for three months. Visit DirecTVnow.com. DirecTV now. More for your thing. That's our thing. Use code REALDEAL. Limited time. Price for a little, little package. After three months, we use monthly at full price. Currently minimum $40 unless canceled. Prices may change. New subscribers only. Cancel anytime. Content varies by package and may be limited. Restrictions apply. It's time for tailgating with the OtterBox boys. The OtterBox that builds those crazy protective phone cases? Yup. And now they're changing the side dish game with the OtterBox Trooper Soft Cooler. Lightweight, mobile, and leak-proof. Trooper is perfect for blitzing a crowded parking lot with a Frito pie. Amazing. Hey, you think I could fit my seven-layer salmon salad into the Trooper cooler? Yep, but please don't. And that's been Tailgating with the Otterbox Boys. Learn more about the Trooper soft coolers at otterbox.com. While a player could look good on paper, it's when he's out on the field that you really find out what he's made of. That's why the Cowboys rely on more than just stats and scouting reports when building their team. When picking a tractor, it's why you should rely on more than just specs and features. You've got to take it out and put it to the test. The Cowboys did when they named John Deere their official tractor. Experience one for yourself. Visit myjohndeeredealer.com slash football. It can be hard to find the right resource for learning about important financial matters. You search how to build savings, you end up reading about the one weird ingredient from supermarkets that can make you taller. That's why Bank of America built BetterMoneyHabits.com, a safe little corner of the Internet for answering your financial questions. Full of simple videos and tips, Better Money Habits can show you how to make the most of your money without resorting to random searches that always seem to lead to unbelievable photos of childhood stars grown up. To learn more, visit BetterMoneyHabits.com. Essilor has been helping Cowboys fans see better since 1972 so they don't miss a moment on the field. Get glasses with Essilor's best vision, clarity, and protection with the Essilor Ultimate Lens Package. Three innovative technologies in one lens. For a limited time, you can double your lenses for free when you purchase the Essilor Ultimate Lens Package and get a second pair of frames. Find a participating eye care professional and details by visiting EssilorUSA.com. That's EssilorUSA.com. Terms and conditions apply. Back to Talking Cowboys. Crunch times when you got to stay cool in December, and nobody's keeping better at keeping you cool under pressure than Tommy John. Tommy John underwear has moisture-wicking antimicrobial fabrics to keep germs and perspiration at bay. That means no discomfort and no adjustment. Tommy John, no adjustment needed. Shop exclusive Cowboys underwear at TommyJohn.com forward slash Cowboys for 20% off your first order. Mickey? I haven't had my first order yet, so I can get 20% off. Go for it. It's a good thing to do. 
Who is sporting their Tommy Johns right now? Not me today. I'm oh, sorry. Rob's got his hand up. That's a yay. <laughs> the ones with the Cowboys down the side? Should Not I those. Yesterday. <laughs> I got a Not pair those. of those. Yeah, you know, it's funny. I'm feeling one day I might get in an accident, and they're like, oh, and then those, you know, like, and something <laughs> will happen. Cowboy fan, huh? They have to cut the side of my pants up, and then, oh, look, he, oh, the Tommy Johns. You know, he's got the Cowboys down the leg. <laughs> That's a great Christmas gift for someone. It is. Mm-hmm. It is. Did, did, did your mother used to tell you that about having clean, clean underwear? underwear yeah, or, or make sure you had make sure you're accident. wearing underwear. Yeah, that's yeah. another one. <laughs> you're gonna have an accident, and yeah. they had to take you to the hospital, and you have dirty underwear. Yeah, <laughs> it's a bad idea. <laughs> you never heard that? Oh, I've heard it. Oh, okay, yeah. old men talking right now. Yep. We got some breaking news from around the National Football League. Mm-hmm. Brian just alluded to it moments ago. That Minnesota Vikings offense last night. Yeah. Sources say Vikings offensive coordinator John DeFilippo has been fired. Yeah, there's a guy that he come from Philly. Came from Philly, sure did. Him and him and uh, him and Frank Reich and those guys. Yeah, so I wouldn't be surprised he ends up back in Philly. You know, coaching again. So Brian and I had them in the Super Bowl. Who Jacksonville or Minnesota? Minnesota. Minnesota. I had Minnesota and Jacksonville. So yeah, that's I'm. Trying. Zim will go through a. Offensive coordinator. I tell you what, I was about to say. This is his fourth one. He's been coached since, what, 13? I think 13. So he's gone through. Norv. Norv. He went through Shermer. He went through this guy. That's right. Yeah. He's gone through three since, you know. And in middle of the season, he'll make a change, too. Yeah. You know, that was what with Norv, it was middle of the season. He's been having problems with this guy. He's been on this guy about not running the ball nearly enough. Zim on the way home, I guarantee you, he. You know, like poor guy was sitting over there probably watching tape. And Oh, I saw him post-game. His yeah. face was so yeah. red. Oh, and I bet it was still red. I heard about yeah. the uh, leaping the center, the deep snapper. Yeah. There was another get official. Called. Threw the flag and picked it up. Is that what happened? Apparently. Wow. It was a rough, rough game. These officials they have... determined that he did not go over the snapper, right? And yeah. but but what he did was he used leverage, which yeah. is a penalty. Yeah, which and that yeah. was a huge play. I mean, it was a six nothing game. Yeah. at that point, right, blocked that field goal, and and that was called on Sunday on somebody, and basically the guy did this to the deep snapper. Mickey touching Bill's iPad in case you're not <laughs> yes. watching this. <laughs> That's it. With his index finger. That's all the guy did in it. Throw that flag. This is the tough time of the year now for officials because so much is on the line with these games. Mm-hmm. Especially last night's game, yeah. that Vikings Seahawks yeah, game. That, that, that right there could knock somebody out of the playoffs the way that mm-hmm. goes. You yep. just gotta or be lose careful. somebody their job. Oh, trust me. I've seen it. <laughs> I've seen it. Those guys, and they'll get to fly first class next week to the next person they're going to screw over. That's the way it works. Yeah. Yeah. And by the way, Zimmer had a decision to make down on the goal line whether to kick down six nothing with about nine minutes left in the game, mm-hmm. and they went for it on fourth and goal at the one rather than kicking a field goal, right? Which would have made it six three, mm-hmm. and then they got in field goal position gets blocked. Okay, yeah, but it's tough. Yep, Not he understood job. his offense was struggling. Better get a touchdown now. We may never get this close again. That, Might not that, have had a lot of confidence in his kicker either. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's turning into a bad situation up there mm-hmm. for him as well. Fortunately, poor yeah. guy. Yeah, boy, when a kicker goes south, it goes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's nothing you can Peru. do. About, there's nothing you can do about that. There really is nothing you can do about that. You know, and what do you say to the guy? I mean, let's let's be honest. Special teams, unless special teams coaches are kickers, they really don't know. They don't want to know what to say. They don't know how to. 
Well, it looks like your plant foot slim. Yeah. And how about, how about how special this? teams kick, uh, coaches are kickers, former yeah, kickers. Absolutely. Well, Chris Bonio, I know this right. for a fact, is at Mississippi State as a special teams coach, but that's kind of like the only one that I would think was a former kicker. That's And he wasn't, when he was here as an assistant, he was just a kicker's coach, right? Yeah, yeah, was, yeah. Wasn't the special teams. Yeah. So it's and why don't teams employ it's, a it's amazing, right? coach anymore? Well, what, a kicking coach? Yeah. Jim, Jimmy was the first one. He brought in Hoffman. Steve Hoffman. I, well, actually, I take that back. Landry had Ben Agajani. Yeah, yeah, I remember him at and Frank and him. they would bring him in as a he was more of a consultant. A yeah. consultant when something was going wrong, they bring in Uncle Ben. Yeah, yep. they used to nickname him. It's tough. It's tough because you know it's, these games are so close. You lose them on field goals and stuff. You know, look what Pittsburgh the other day. I mean, they they have to have that game against Oakland. You know, that's a game they have to have. They got New England this week, and then they've got. Saints coming up in another game. I mean, they, they, they're they fighting for their lives. And all of a sudden, they, you know, they, that turf, they plants, boom, it's yeah, no good. Slips, it slips and... it's no good. I mean, that's mm-hmm. that's football. That's why you play all the plays, though. You know, that's yep. why you try. Play all why the plays. Need somebody to correct this guy's fade. Yeah. That's, that's yeah, oof, that is rough. I, I, I'm, I'm not going to lie, guys. I'm worried about that. I'm not going to sit there and act like, oh, it's going to be okay. I just hope that doesn't cost them. Because he made it from 62. Yeah, but that if you watch the ball from the end zone, that ball was moving. When he hit that thing, he hit it so hard, and it was moving right. Then it moved back to the left, and then it moved right again. I mean, it was, it was dancing all over the place. It was like it was trying to – it was like in a dogfight, you know, trying to avoid another jet. <laughs> I mean <laughs> – it was, but it went through, yep. you know, and that's, but I, 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 you know, I, I'm count me raising my hand of being concerned. Yes, I'm concerned. You're already looking for a kicker for next year. I'm, I'm looking for a lot of things, Mickey. Or at least, at least competition. Yeah, I think so. Well, he was part of competition. He was too. competition. Yeah. yeah, he was yeah. part of competition. So something, I just, I just hope, I, I hope I'm wrong about this. I'm wrong about a lot of things, but I hope I'm wrong about this. You're going to kick in the elements once in the next Three games. At least you've got yeah. a controlled environment. Assuming they're, you yeah, know, or you're, yeah. If and, and if, you, if you win the division, well, you think it's going to be bad weather in New York on December thirtieth? It's going to be windy. Always is. Yeah. Well, hopefully that game won't matter. Yeah, yeah. That, that's your hope right yeah. there. Because I, I, like I say, well, then if you get in the playoffs, though, it's you got a home game, and then you're either going to have to go to probably L.A. or if you win, L.A. or back to New Orleans. Yeah. So that'll be all right. Yeah, there you go. Along those lines, as you look ahead to potential playoff seating, yeah. and now that what happened with Seattle last night, okay, mm-hmm. so the Cowboys there at 8-5, and five, and how important is it to get the third seed in the playoffs? I think it – I am I said it earlier, I'm trying because the sixth – team might be limping into this thing because seattle seattle's now eight and five they're going to be not the, winning their division so they'll be the gonna first be, of the wild card they're going to be locked in i have a feeling i think feeling seattle seattle's got san francisco this week and san francisco's played a little bit better but they should beat san francisco and then they got and then they've got another home game they got uh who they got left they got somebody at home arizona maybe to finish out the year so yeah, they, they've got they've got two of the next three at home. I think that they I think they very well could get to they could get Arizona. to Arizona. Seattle got Kansas City. They got Seattle's got at San Francisco, Kansas City, City and, and Arizona. Yeah, so they're going to win two of the last three because Kansas City's got to keep playing hard because they've got 
Right, they're they in got a the, battle. I mean, they play, the, they play the Chargers they, on Thursday. Yeah, they got and the if they Chargers. lose that thing. Yeah, they're, they're really in a dog. Now, now, now you're in a dog fight. So Absolutely. right now, Minnesota's the sixth seed. Right now, they are. Yes, six, they are six, 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 the six one. one. Yeah, because of the tie. The tie. Yeah, because you've got everybody else. Like, what's uh, Carolina is now? They're six, six and seven. seven, and that also puts them with Washington. It also puts them with Philadelphia. Philadelphia. It also puts them with. Anybody else I'm missing? Uh, Green Bay's in there at five, seven, and one. Did you say Washington? No, I yeah, did say yeah, Washington. Washington yeah. Green Bay is five, seven, and one. Right. So you you know the 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 team that is the sixth seed. If you could get the three, you might be playing in a, a team that is limping into this thing, that maybe gets in just you know as they're spewing oil all over the track. And the Bears don't have an easy way. If I remember, yeah, the Ram lost. The Ram, the Ram win hurts you a little bit there. They've got they got the Packers, Packers, Packers. yeah, they got the Packers. Do they have the Packers, Vikings, and then someone else? Okay, so basically, what Packers, Vikings, Packers. I think wrote that down somewhere. Bears remaining schedule. No, no, no. They opened the season. They opened. I'm sorry. They opened the season in. They opened the season. Chicago opened the season in a loss at Grinch Green Bay. So they got got, they got Green Bay at San Francisco at Minnesota. Oh, here it is. Yeah. See, Minnesota might be having to play to get in. That's right. So that's, you know. Yeah. And that's a team, and we just talked about them. To me, they're more talented than their record would suggest. Minnesota? Yes. Yeah. Defensively, obviously, they've got they weapons have weapons on, on offense. But they've got weapons. They, Cousins is capable. I'm taking my chances of playing against him. I've beaten him before, you know? Mm-hmm. And they're going to have somebody as a new offensive coordinator? Oh, okay. This- what did they do? Did they promote somebody from? I haven't seen. Oh, that, that's just that news just broke about De Filippo being fired, and um, something must have happened in the game. Yeah, like well, they didn't win. <laughs> no, no, it might be more points. more than just scoring seven. Yeah, <laughs> that's, this has been a long, long thing with Zimmer. This has been a long thing coming. I mean, they, they've talked they've talked about this for a while, and there's what six, six and one now. Yeah, exactly. I mean, they got to do something. Yeah, they have to. You know, it's hard on him. I mean, he's a defensive guru. He, he calls the quarterback. Yeah. He was a quarterback in college. Yeah. Was he? Yeah. Didn't know that. Illinois State. Okay. But he he calls the defenses, so he's feeling like you're not giving me any help. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not giving me any help. They they had struggles, and I think they only scored 17 against the Patriots the week before. This has been a long time coming. Zimmer's not been happy with what's going on there. So. And that's understandable because of the high expectations that the Vikings had coming into this season. And uh, they had everything it was else. 24 to 10 against Baltimore. They got 10 uh, yeah, against New yeah. England. Yeah. Oh, 10. Okay. There you go. That's a team that had everything else last year and then upgraded their quarterback position on yeah. paper. Spent a lot of yeah. money. Guaranteed a lot of money to that guy yeah. to, to win football games. And they're no better off than that guy now. Is it? At Denver, trying to get them in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. You go back earlier in the season, back in September, they lost to Buffalo twenty-seven to six. A bad loss there that day. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. They got on a little bit of a roll, won three straight games, and then lost to the Saints thirty to twenty. Beat the Lions, lost to the Bears twenty-five twenty. Beat the Packers twenty-four seventeen, and now have lost back to back by two touchdowns to the Patriots, scoring ten points and the Seahawks seven points. Yeah, and that'll get your offensive coordinator fired at six six and one. Yeah. Okay. When we're talking about the Cowboys, earlier in the show, we talked about Dak Prescott and extending him. One of the keys in when you have a high-paid quarterback is to have a great scouting system where you can bring in guys. And one of the guys that I would love to talk about is Antoine Woods. 
and the fact that Will McClay and his staff were able to get Antoine Woods yeah. in late May after he was dropped by the Tennessee Titans right. and how much that guy means to this Dallas defense, yeah. uh, not, not just now, but throughout this season. And it just goes to show you can find guys who can be real contributors on a team. And he contributes to this team in more ways than just what you're seeing on the field. He brings a certain swagger about him. He's got an edge to him. I think he has brought a whole lot to this defense this year. Do you think they knew what they were getting or they stumbled into something? Well, I would argue that the pro side of the scouting department has had more success, like you said, finding veteran guys that have been other places. That on aren't high-dollar guys. On the yep. defensive line over the last several years with Will McClay in charge than anywhere else. Yeah, the our guy that hurt his knee, though, that was with the Bears. Paya, Paya. didn't work out. But, yeah. I mean, you go back to Selvi and Nick Hayden and David Irving when he's been on the field. I mean, they've they found some linemen that you can plug in and help. Yeah, was this it Thornton is, one time, too? Thornton. Yeah, that was not good. Yeah, that wasn't good. But no, I'm just saying, no, you're right, Rob. There, there's been some other ones. No, no, you're right. I, but that, you're they right. spent pretty good free agent money for him. I'm yeah. talking about guys just you kind of guys off the street. street. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, we need a defensive tackle. Yeah, I think I think and maybe this is where when I first started noticing the human log was at training camp when he was going right before the fight that he, they had. Maybe this is where we started to see the decline physically of Travis Frederick. Mm -hmm. We were trying to figure out why. Why does Travis Frederick look like he's not playing with a lot of power right now? Maybe that was the start of it. And he was he, going up against Antoine Woods. And Antoine Woods was was going at it. And it, from that point on, it seemed like that Antoine Woods kept finding ways. Mickey talks about it one time. Mickey was standing next to the general manager there, and he, he says, "Hey, I noticed you." It was a blue white scrimmage, right? Mickey, something like that. You know, he says, "Hey, and Woods, I noticed you. I noticed you. Keep going. I noticed you. You know, that's where I think." And it, he said, "I don't know any other way." Yeah. And I said, "Oh no he that. he has been he has been outstanding and it, yeah you have to be you know, give a tip of the cap to the pro department for finding the human log and and what he's done where he stepped in give Rod Marinelli and Leon Lett and Andre Gerard's over there coaching him you know give those guys some credit for uh, you know developing him as you know the technique and he's you know he, obviously he's got a lot of power he's got a lot of strength he's got a lot of uh, you know ability to the mobile, the mobility to to move, you know, lateral agility, all that stuff, and they've taken it and and, and he's but he's he's elevated his game to where he is a just a a re super super player, a reliable starter. I mean, just think about getting a starter off the scrap heap, you yeah, know, in, in in a in a springtime. I mean, it was May, and that was like okay, I, we need yeah, a body. Come yeah. on in. Un I, I undrafted out of USC and played a year. Yeah. See, and they had some insider trading there because Clancy Pendergrass yeah. knew all about him. Yeah, they sure did. And I mean, he came to training camp basically that day to. Oh, I remember. Antoine that's right. Woods. Clancy was there. Yeah. I, I don't think they fell into that one, Mick. You don't. So, sometimes you fall into him. Sometimes I mean, he you, got released, and yeah. they picked him up right away. Sometimes you get a little lucky. I mean, you might remember your notes on him from college. You might remember your notes on him when you saw him in the preseason. You know, scouts go around. Maybe they were watching Tennessee during the year, and they were kind of keeping an eye on guys. And they said, you know, hey, this guy. Remember this guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I. But yeah. didn't but, he go but, undrafted? He was yeah. undrafted, yeah. and then at Tennessee, okay, he signed with the Titans, and he was on their practice squad. Yeah. 
throughout the 2016 season got promoted December 28th. Okay, so the last so game, basically. game, yeah, keep his rights, keep got, his rights. Got yeah. Three tackles on the one game he played in the yeah. last game of the year in 2016 yeah. Yeah. and 2017. Cut at the end of training camp, practice squad again all season long last year. Yeah, and then this year, here's what happened in May, Coaching May change. 17th. He was waived, injured by the Titans, placed on injured reserve. Yeah. He was released with an injury settlement five yeah. days later. Yeah. And the Cowboys picked him up. Now, the Cowboys, with that insider trading that you're talking about with Clancy Pendergast at uh, USC, you know. Was Doug this, Coleman there, too? And one of our coaches, the assistant special teams coach? I think Doug Coleman. Was that? I'm saying his name probably C O L M A N. I think he was at Tennessee as well. So he, oh no, he was yeah. as a special teams coach, as assistant special teams coach. So he probably had a little bit of understanding of the player as well. But no, to your point, yeah, I mean it's it's a, but you also had a coaching change this year too at Tennessee. Mm-hmm. You know, this is Mike Vrabel's first season. So sometimes it's so like got a scheme change. Maybe too. a scheme change. Maybe maybe something happens. Maybe you know, look what you know, look what look what happened with. You know, with uh, with Jordan Lewis and and uh, and and Byron Jones. I mean, you get a new coach in, all of a sudden guys start switching around, things like that. So, yeah, but they're running a three four, aren't they? With Brable, with Brable, yeah. yeah. Well, the variation, yeah, it's very hybrid, yeah, hybrid yeah. things. You know, yeah. you know what the, the the other day he showed up is when the first day they did goal line. Yeah, remember he made a couple snaps yeah. and he did the little snake yeah. crawl. Yeah. And he afterwards he said, "Yeah, I'm not sure what came over me." Yeah. <laughs> well, and see, here's the other thing, and this is, goes back to when you're preparing for the draft and looking at these prospects. Sure. What I a lot of times do, I look okay, at their college career. Right. And an interior defensive lineman is not going to have a lot of stats or whatever. Nope. nope. But what I, one of the things I look at is okay, he comes out of high school. It was Taft High School, Woodland Hills, California. If you're recruited by USC, yeah, you got something going on. Sure. Okay. Sure. All right. And he was able – now, he redshirted his first year, but he was able to start as a freshman at USC right. and put up some numbers. He had three right. sacks his freshman year. Right. And then he was an off-and-on starter throughout his time at USC. But right. that shows you a little something about his gumption and, you know, how his toughness oh, no. and, you, and you, so forth. You know, it's yeah. – hey, it's – it's you know, if you're Will McClay, you're buying your guys a steak dinner after that one because that, that's, that's what scouting really is all about, you know, being able to find those guys. Now, they – They've had their share of misses, though, too. They've had their share. We talked about that. But, you know, it, hey, it's, it's, it's good that you could go out. When you could go out and get starters off the street, and then, yeah. you know, and, and, and plug them in and give the coaches a lot of credit, again, for, for plugging him in and showing up at training camp. He, 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 he got on this team because of his toughness and his strength and all those things. They've been able to, to your point, that's a good point about USC because Will – he looks. They seem to look for big program guys in the draft, and like you said, he he was productive at one of the best programs in the country, uh, not in his first year in the NFL, but again, and what he did in practice and training camp. Garrett talks about meritocracy, and some people might roll their eyes at that, but that's after he showed up the first week or two at camp. Rod Marinelli plugged him into the first team yeah, offensive line. Yeah, reps right off the bat. David Irving wasn't there at camp. Yeah, but and Malik Collins was coming off. Uh, foot surgery but 
they they couldn't keep him out of that first lineup, and he's you know he's been productive ever since. And you can find interior defensive linemen late in the draft. There's not as much of a premium on them in the draft no. as there are the edge rushers. Yeah. And Jay Ratliff was a great example of another guy seventh round who is a seventh round pick from yeah. a big program at Auburn. And look what he did in the NFL. Absolutely. So. Bradley, right. best trait was motor, and that's what, exactly. that's what Woods has to. That's right. So all none right. of those guys on that starting front, I mean, they're all second, third, down draft picks, right? Yeah. Not a first-round draft pick on that line. Well, when Taco started, there was yeah, well, one. Yeah. Oh, that's well, he another... ain't starting anymore. And maybe no. we get back when we come back on Talking Cowboys. Maybe we address Taco and yeah. other things. Taco Tuesday. Talking Cowboys continues in a moment. Essilor has been helping Cowboys fans see better since 1972 so they don't miss a moment on the field. Get glasses with Essilor's best vision, clarity, and protection with the Essilor Ultimate Lens Package. Three innovative technologies in one lens. For a limited time, you can double your lenses for free when you purchase the Essilor Ultimate Lens Package and get a second pair of frames. Find a participating eye care professional and details by visiting EssilorUSA.com. That's EssilorUSA.com. Terms and conditions apply. If you're like me and you love... I mean, if you have a... ...thing, then cutting the cord is scary. But then I found out I could switch to DirecTV now and still get the live sports I love. No satellite needed, no bulky hardware, no annual contract. Just... Get the live sports you love. Try DirecTV now for $10 a month for three months. Visit DirecTVNow.com. DirecTV Now. More for your thing. That's our thing. Use code REALDEAL. Limited time. Price for a little, little package. After three months, renews monthly at full price. Currently minimum $40 and less canceled. Prices may change. New subscribers only. Cancel any time. Content varies by package and may be limited. Restrictions apply. A man's Stetson doesn't just protect him from life's elements. It projects an unstoppable and legendary spirit, just like the men wearing silver and navy on the field every Sunday. Since 1865, Stetson hats are American-made with pride right here in Texas. They are still the official crown of all self-respecting cowboys. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Find Stetson hats in the pro shop or at Stetson.com today. Dr. Pepper is the one you crave. But how do you explain that craving? Imagine being shipwrecked on a desert island, alone. Glass-like curls of surf pound the shore with Dr. Pepper-colored waves. Surrounded by desire, but you can't drink it because it's the ocean. The fish live in there. The only thing you want is Dr. Pepper, and you can't have it. Now that is a Dr. Pepper craving. Dr. Pepper, the one you crave. Back to Talking Cowboys. Hey, do you want to use what the pros use? Jack Black. you got to get to it. And as I told you yesterday, go to getjackblack.com slash cowboys and you can get that playmaker for $10. You get four of their favorite products and free shipping, 10 bucks. Use the code cowboys for the discount. Wow, so you got your script there. Yes. That was very good. There's some things I do remember. You could you could tell that he was reading that verbatim off his script, yeah, right? Right Bob? here off the <laughs> NFL stat sheet. Uh, <laughs> some interesting stuff in here. You know, Zeke not only leads the league in rushing, but also in yards from scrimmage. Mm. Did How about, you know that's that? Not not surprising. A little concern there. Every second play coming off the field. Every second play. Yeah. Carried the ball 28 times. 40 touches, career high, right? Yeah. Has he been coming off the field more? I'm, I'm just, I love the guy. Don't get me wrong. I'm just asking, a little concerned? No. 
Well, I didn't like seeing him going to the medical tent in the fourth quarter. No. But he did come back. Well, I went back and watched that that block he threw. He got crushed on that lat, the winning. Oh, no, he, I, I wrote about it. Went, when I saw that, low. I said, that's the reason why you had the, the, he, able, he was able to get the ball off. Yep. Because he picked up the right guy. They yep. let the furthest guy away from the ball go that goes, Dak, that's your guy. Yep. Yeah. So, good block. So what you got to have. But you're, are you worried a little bit about his workload, or is he no, banged I, up? No, or? I mean, hey, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a load the wagon guy. But I was just asking. It seems like every second play, every second carry, he's coming off the field. That was a tough stretch for him. Before I don't think it's coming off break. on his own volition. You think there's, uh, sub, there's seven for him there? Did you see the one time he came in and Rod Smith was coming in and he gave him the one finger, you get one play and I'm coming Oh, out. I didn't see that. Yeah. So you think that Gary Brown's subbing him out? Yes, Troy, what we're not seeing on television is what Zeke is seeing, that Rod Smith is coming on the field, and so that's why he immediately goes off. I think that, uh, I mean, what do you want to give him, 35 snaps? I mean, 35 carries? No. That's a lot. I know. I'm just 40 touches. The problem was is they had 93 plays. Yeah. 93. So did the clock stop at some point during that game? And we no one had noticed. <laughs> That's why there's 93 plays run. <laughs> no, it's because it Philadelphia like, it like, didn't have their share. It was like stuck on five minutes in the second quarter and nobody yeah. noticed. Yeah. <laughs> Philadelphia only had 48 plays. Is yeah. that right? 48? Yeah. Uh, that was a it was easy to watch. Yeah. Along those lines, Brian brought us last week. You were asking questions about Rod Smith. Yeah. You see more out of Rod Smith. Thought he played week. better this Four game. Carries yeah. 27 yards. Thank you for listening, Rod. I mean, yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I, I was, I was, I was lo- thinking that same thing. Whatever. No, I but I was, I was, him. I just wanted more from him, though. If, if we're, yeah, if we're, if if Zeke, if you don't want Zeke to have forty carries, then somebody's going to have to step. Option. Yeah, somebody's going to have to step up and play, and, and and the offense can't bog down when you're in the game. You know, offense can't. It can't be okay. We're going to hand you the ball and you and you get negative one or negative two. Yep. You know, I need you to get two. I need you to get three if they hand you the ball. So I was glad to see it. He he ran the ball with some grit the other day. Physical. Yeah, much better. Maybe Gary Brown got on him a little bit. Hey, Nijay, maybe he's looking at his teammate running the ball. That guy runs with some toughness. Mm-hmm. Guy runs in front of him. Would you uh, like to get a little bit of a scouting report on the Indianapolis Colts? We have a missive from Indianapolis here in the last 24 hours from Captain Andrew Luck. Oh, God, I love this. Oh, I meant to send this to you, Brian. I love this so much. I love this. Dearest mother. Oh, yes. Word of our victory in Houston spread quickly, and now a posse of cowboys is on our heels. We must march double time to home camp in order to prepare for a likely shootout. Victory has renewed our unit. Inform the hens my resolve has never been stronger. What? Andrew. Mickey, no this way! Is, this you don't, is one you don't of the know best this, things this, about Twitter. This, this is this is one of the funny things. If you ever follow, if you ever he's follow, got three hundred and sixty-eight thousand <laughs> followers. And he on deserves Twitter. every one, every single one of them. Uh, Captain Andrew Luck, because they got a picture of him. It looks like that he's a like, he, like he's got a, a soldier, an admiral yeah. hat on. Or no, 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 no. It, it's it, like he's described here. Look at it. yeah, look at this picture. It's a bit account. It's a, yeah. It's, Captain Andrew Luck. He writes a letter to his mom every week. There's his there's his picture. That's the microphone. Every tweet starts off with dearest mother. Dearest, dearest mother. mother. He's God, writing so funny. missives back home yeah. from the war. Yeah. He, he is uh his he is described as soldier, period. <laughs> Colt, period. Simple man, period. Yeah. 
There's actually a <laughs> website, like a, andrewluckbookclub.com. <laughs> it just describes him as marching. Yeah. <laughs> His location is marching. Marching. Yeah. He's following two people. Mm-hmm. Ken Burns and, and, and the Indianapolis Colts. There you go. Ken Burns. Uh-huh. Noted Civil War <laughs> writer, author, <laughs> filmmaker. Well, who had the who had the book? Was it Cooper? Had the book club? Do what? Amari Cooper? Amari Cooper? So, somebody on the Cowboys, was it or was it in training camp? They had a, one of the new guys had a book club. Well, it wasn't Cooper. It wasn't Cooper camp. since he was with the Raiders. No, no, does, but maybe it was a in training camp. <laughs> Amari does, he reads a lot of books. He has a book reader, yes. He's uh, in the book. No, I think it was him. It came out when he got here that he had started a book club when he was at Oakland. No, and he, and he, no, he a, does. He reads books. He took a picture of all the books he had planned to read this year, and then yeah. he was challenging people to uh, show how many books they read this year. Yeah. How does that relate to a didn't he just said account? didn't he just say book club <laughs> yes I, I I, okay i'll open that door okay the, the andrew that? luck book club see i was listening oh, you guys yeah. weren't listening oh, listening is a skill yes here's okay. what and here's what captain andrew luck said after the victory over the texans dearest mother <laughs> i write with stupendous news the unit was victorious once more the texan men battled hard but our maneuvers were crisp and well executed my sidearm was true and a sight to behold. The clouds have parted. Our heads are held high. I love you, yeah. Andrew. Yeah. He might be too smart to play quarterback. <laughs> this It's not really Andrew Luck, Mickey. You think Andrew He is Luck Stanford educated though. <laughs> He's Stanford educated. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> what do they write after they lose? They uh, lost to the the Jaguars. Well, go it, ahead, it's right? Funnier, let's, yeah, let's it's go. Funnier when Hang on, you didn't really think that was Andrew Luck, right? <laughs> no, I understand. <laughs> I understand. Making sure. I don't know. Okay. All right. Here was uh, from December second. Whoever they played, December second. Yeah. Dearest mother, my disappointment is immeasurable. Oh, <laughs> shut out. Our unit. <laughs> our unit. <laughs> Did it get wiped out? It's a shutout. It was Jacksonville. <laughs> My disappointment is immeasurable. Our unit fell to the <laughs> fell to the <laughs> jungle cat men. <laughs> we simply were unable to gain the necessary ground to fortify a victory. Yeah. I find myself flamoxed by the outcome of the final maneuver of the battle. We must learn and move onward. Yeah. Andrew. Andrew, yeah. That's the best. I like it when he ends it with, I love you. Yeah. That's, he, that's the best. That's one of the best accounts there is. There's a picture of uh, his Pro Bowl quest. <laughs> Dearest mother, support my Pro Bowl quest by retweeting my likeness. Forever grateful. I love you. You can show this, I guess. Yeah. There you go. There you go. You see this? <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Yeah. Captain Andrew Luck. People have too much time on their hands. Oh, it's very entertaining. And you think Twitter is the... End of the world. It is. The depth of the world. It what will you be the it? end of our society. That's okay. facts. Well, there is one good right. thing on Twitter. It's Captain Andrew Luck. And we will talk at you again tomorrow on Talking Cowboys. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!